Anime Pulse, After Dark, Holiday Bonus Round! Uh, yeah, I bet you bitches thought that we weren't going to do anything else except that 40-minute, like, throwaway episode we just recorded, like, literally a few minutes ago. Yeah, if you suspected that we were doing some additional stuff, you were correct. Santa has brought you a gift. Yep, it's probably Christmas Day when you're getting this. If it's not, that's because Rio fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Rio's got a lot to do around the holidays. She's helping people play Santa to their families and loved ones. And And wishing that she could shoot herself in the head because I want an Xbox One. Oh, do you? How many do you want? Three? No, I can't do that. Oh, really? (laughs) They can't do that? No, I can only sell you one. Oh, they're being uh, portioned. Well, yeah, because we think like, oh, if you're buying three of them, you're definitely reselling these bastards. Ah, I see. So, yeah, one per customer. Yep. All right. Well, so we're here for not hentai quite not exactly there's an h angle here yeah so we're doing erotica that's right it's another special episode of after dark where we're just gonna read a fan fiction actually and there might be a special fan fiction thrown out there but we'll get to that yeah you'll see kiddos (laughs) quick ready set gundam gundam so y'all might, actually, you don't know this. You don't know this about me. Uh, Gundam Wing was a big hot thing when I was a, a wee little weeb. And um, <laughs> I'm sorry for the crinkling in the background. It's holiday time. Yay. Yay. We're unwrapping things. Um, and uh, yeah, I read a lot of Gundam porn in my day. Uh, really? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I mean, back in the day, that was one of the few things that was there that was like adult and featured characters I was interested in thinking about Bang. So mm-hmm. I actually couldn't find some of the golden gems of bad fan fiction, uh, which traumatized me slightly. <laughs> Stuff like, uh, actually, no, uh, the, the gun, like, Duo times his Gundam was a little disturbing, um, especially since he was the, bo- the bottom. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, whoa, 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 what? Yes. <laughs> Um, it basically involved a, 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 like a, a techno interface type of thing, but, um, I didn't really super read a lot of that. I don't remember that one as well. The one I remember as being fucking traumatizing was Duo Times Panther. And all that is, is he's let loose inside of a panther cage and smeared with a bunch of pheromones. So the panther will fuck him. And then that's what happens. Yeah, I was kind of traumatized by that. I was a wee little child of 19 at the time. Anyway, this is not that. You're welcome. This one is called (laughs) Sinful Pleasure. It's written by Elsie. And uh, it is a lemon, which is something I feel Uh, like... Oh, God. It's not really a thing you hear too often now, is it? I just got transported back to the year of 2007. (laughs) And for me, it's in the year, year 2000. In the year of our Lord 2007, there will be lemons. Mm, lemons. I wrote a few lemons. They were not good. I, 13 I year olds have no business writing lemons. I wrote a couple myself. They were short one shots. But um, limes were also fun as well. That was basically oh. uh, explicit 
but not <laughs> penetrative a lot of times. It'll be like there's making out and there's boners, but not fucking necessarily. I just misspelled everything in my letters. It was just like, <laughs> and then they chummed. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, if you find oh. any, we're rolling it out. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so um, here's the summary. Relina, who, if you don't know, is basically the only young teenage female character. All the other ones are slightly older. And mm-hmm. she's often the one that everybody hates because she yells a bunch. Um, she can't take it anymore with Hiro, the, one of the male protag guys, his denseness toward her feelings. Or is he truly dense? I, I, I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, what? What? <laughs> what does that mean? I, I don't, yeah. Relina can't take it anymore with Hiro's denseness towards her feelings. Or is he truly dense? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right. He's got a dense fucking dick. Well, I mean. De- oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so here we go. It could have taken her a million years to understand the man sitting across from her. With a swift kick to the groin, he'd have flinched, but not fallen to the ground like an... I'm sorry, not fell to the ground. I mentally corrected that. Not fell to the ground like any ordinary man. Yes, Relina knew he was just that, an ordinary man, who happened to be pissing her off by ignoring her again. So what if he had work to do? They both always had work to do. It never changed. And that was exactly what they both needed. Change. And dickings. Why are you laughing back there? <laughs> you have to give my uh, my hubs now uh, credit on the episode, Mr. Blonde. <laughs> okay, so uh, sighing, Relina ran a hand through her sandy locks before glaring up from her paper at him. He sat wearing a pair of black low-rise jeans and a V-cut green T-shirt, and be damned if she felt hotter than usual in her office by his company. Screw world peace. Throwing the papers down against the mahogany desk, Relina silently screamed to herself before stopping out of her office. She needed some air and space from him. She needed him to be NASA. (laughs) (laughs) I need air and space from you. (laughs) This marriage isn't going to work out. Uh, They're not married, I don't think, actually. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) apparently not realizing this requirement, the critically acclaimed perfect soldier fought... Critically acclaimed? Who's, (laughs) Who's reviewing his soldiering abilities? Yeah. Uh, followed after the blonde, leaving behind all the things that seemed to matter to him. Okay. Too bad no one ever noticed his glance. The his glances toward the very same blonde he chased after. They would all have all realized his job was just a facade to hide behind as he watched over her. Relina, of all people, however, should have seen this cover up in an instant. Yet she was the farthest from the truth, and everyone they both knew. Wow, that's a confusing paragraph. <laughs> Relina wanted nothing more than to put distance between her and the man that, was al- that always seemed to make her sweat when it was below freezing outside. She needed a way. <laughs> that sounds like a toddler. I need a way. I need a way? Yeah. Jumping on the elevator, kaboom! She, <laughs> she turned to push the lobby button only to find two cobalt eyes glaring at her for leaving without giving notice. Only this time, instead of shyly bowing her head down with an apologetic muttering, stuttering, Relina glared straight back before jabbing the button, the doors closing shut in his face. Ha! He deserved it, that bastard. Relina laughed to herself as she rested her body against the cool metal handle rail behind her. Maybe she should head over towards that cafe that just opened up on the corner a few blocks away. Just the thought of a mocha cappuccino with whipped cream and tasty beignets on the side made her squeal with delight. (laughs) A mocha cappuccino with whipped cream. White girl. (laughs) (sighs) As the she el- ain't white. 
<laughs> As the uh, elevator door chimed its destined arrival, Relina's smile faded quickly into a stunned look of confusion when the doors opened to the lobby. There, nearly drenched in sweat, was her bodyguard, glaring at her with the most venomous scowl known in history to come from this hero Yui. Weird sentence. <laughs> her hot cup of cappuccino and beignet suddenly felt like a distant fantasy of hers. I'll give you a distant fantasy. <laughs> it's fucking... Yeah. This time she couldn't help but stutter in confusion. What are you doing all the way down here? Relina squeaked, but it was but was shut up without a moan's notice when Hero pushed into the elevator and hit a button. She c- couldn't see what it... He had hit, but the doors closed, and it was enough to signal for her to yell at him. And that she did, as her hand went to, to send the elevator doors to open for an escape. Her hand was caught before she could touch the round key. Not this time, Relina. It was more of a cocky added. Oh, sorry. Not this time, Relina. I don't know if that changed any, but I was trying to go for cocky. It was more of a cocky attitude than the usual monotone voice that sent a strange feeling down into the pit of her stomach. Cocking an eyebrow up at him, she Are pulled Are they going to fuck in the elevator? <laughs> got me acting so crazy right now, you love got me <laughs> Anyway, um, cocking an eyebrow up at him, she pulled her hand back before, forcefully before backing up into the railing. That was a mistake. She had cornered herself without anyone's help. Just friggin' peachy. Why did you take off? Hero asked, his voice low and casual, like he never ran down the steps. I mean, she said he was drenched in sweat, so it's like, ew, he's probably all slippery and gross right now. It's like, oh yeah, baby, hold me. (laughs) Dampen my shirt with your sweaty shirt. Anyway, um... Why did you run down 24 floors? Relina shot back as her hand clamped to the rail with a death grip, her knuckles already turning pale white. You didn't answer my question, he ground out. And you didn't answer mine. As far as I'm concerned, we're even. Relina turned her head with a humph and didn't glance his way. (laughs) Hero reached his hand back and the motion of the elevator halted in a violent jolt. What did you do? Relina turned her head and tried to see where he had hit on the control panel. He blocked her view. How unlike him. Okay, so it's supposed to say we're even, remember? It says we're even. We're even, remember? <laughs> he says as he leaned against the other side of the elevator walls. If there were ever a time for a witty comment, Relina didn't have the ability to come up with one that could attack his comment intelligently. Fine, be a jerk! Instead, she shouted and stuck her tongue out at him like a child. Internally, she cringed at her behavior. Smooth one, Rel. While you're at it, tell him he has cooties and he's not allowed in your clubhouse. Ignoring her internal rant at her immaturity, Relina tried to brush past the solid structure of a man and aimed her attention to the control panel of the elevator. He may have been right about even, but that meant neither would have that meant neither would answer the question directed to them. Being stuck in an elevator with Mr. Ijog twenty four floors without a problem was not a part of it. Again, her hand was blocked. The hell hero, let me off. Her rage swam over her like a wave surpassing even her rational thoughts. This man wasn't acting normal. Well, usual. And she didn't wish to find something else out. Her mind halted. Didn't she just storm out because he was acting his usual self? Oh my god. (laughs) Acting his usual self? Her brow furrowed as she concentrated on her thoughts, never noticing the hand that once blocked her from the control panel was inching closer to her waist. Da-dun, da-dun, (laughs) da-dun. Hero, come on, I have a ton of things to get done. I'm sorry. Hero, come on, I have a ton of things to get done. Relina whispered. They're alone. Why does she need to whisper? Uh, whispered as her tone sounded somewhat hurt and depressed. Her answer was a hand wrapped tightly around her petite waist and pulled to the toned body of a god. 
Where? Hey, baby. <laughs> well, she thought so anyway. Hero? She couldn't help as her voice squeaked out a little as like a little mouse that had been caught on a mouse trap. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? No comment. He growled. I'm oh, sorry. No comment. He growled <laughs> as his lips locked onto her jawline, sucking, suckling at the skin that flushed every color red from his ministrations. Again, it seemed Relina had lost her ability to speak without stumbling over her words and incoherent rambling. She wanted to know why he was doing this all of a sudden. Was it because of her own odd behavior? Or maybe he always felt this way to her. It could be he was just truly horny and wanted to get off with anything that had two legs. Then again, that didn't seem likely. There were plenty of women who hit on him, and to her happiness, he'd passed up like they were nothing more than coffee breaks. The women? <laughs> what? <laughs> no thanks, I'm not thirsty. I asked you to dinner. <laughs> she wanted to know why. It just seemed so sudden. His teeth nibbled against her earlobe, and all thoughts flew out the window with only... There's no window, you're in an elevator. <laughs> with only one question in her mind. Dear God, where did he learn to do that? Even though she was fine Porn? minutes before... Her legs suddenly felt like lead. They wanted to give out on her as Hero leaned back his body against hers. Leaned his body, leaned his body against hers. The arch of her back pressed firmly against the wall of the elevator as her hands tightened on Hero's shirt. It felt too good to be true. Yes, it had to be a dream for Hero to be doing this to her. Lena blinked, but the scene didn't change, and she was wide awake. Her eyes fell up to the messy chocolate-colored hair that must up, mused up against her neck tickling her as a nip pressed against her jawline, making her body tingle all over. God, how did he know how to do such torturous things? Surely, sure, he was a soldier and torture was in the package, but sexual torture? He couldn't see this man with a leather and whip. Her nipples grew hard. Wait, she couldn't, but her nipples grew hard? You sounds like you're picturing it. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, sounds good. <laughs> um, oh, God, Relina, just stop all your head, will ya? Her, man, her mind snapped as she tilted her head, giving Hero more access to the skin along her collarbone and shoulder. It felt so different then from what she imagined, possibly even better and more enticing than what she'd wanted to feel in her wildest fantasies. Two soft trails of fingertips halted her mind. Slipping past her blouse, they, swipped, they swooped toward the top of a swollen, bre Ugh, swollen breast that needed attention. Ew! Um, that does need attention. attention? <laughs> yeah. Relina sucked the hot air of the elevator through her teeth while her mind was high with fever. It's hot in there. Please yeah. leave. Uh, all her senses could pick up vibrate, could pick up vibrate musky sexual frustration within the confines of the space. It was suffocating and yet erotic all the same time, and it was enough to leave her bewildered with excitement and anxiousness. She could feel the swirls he made around her areola while he nipped the sides of her neck, sending her fighting for air. Hero, what are you you doing? A moan filled, fought to come to the, come among the noises filtered within the room as Relina's knees started to buckle. Oh, God. It was something that even she couldn't fight or the perfect soldier as her arms locked behind his neck, her fingers swimming through the lush, through lushes, not luscious, but luscious chocolate tresses. Everything <laughs> unfocused breath, everything unfocused beneath hazed eyes as the tides of lust overcame them both. Hero grunted with frustration when he couldn't taste more of the woman's flesh and tipped, ripped her blouse open down past her belly button. Jesus, you've got to get out of this elevator. The cold air hitting across hot, bothered skin made her seethe until she felt two lips brushing against her abdomen just below her belly button. Just as she stood... Wait, she was sitting? 
Relina could feel her body trying to give out on her. Her eyes slowly watched as Hero dropped to one knee in front of her. Air suddenly wasn't going to be a necessity. What? She didn't have to breathe anymore? Is she dead? <sighs> no, somebody else got fucked to death. God damn it, blonde. <laughs> the palm of his hand smoothed down her pearl skin, bef- pearl skin before he pushed two fingers beneath the skirt to her wet folds waiting for him. Brushing past the now-soaked panties, Hero allowed his middle finger to slip slightly in her entrance, making a much-teased politician groan in agony. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) She's a politician. (laughs) Dark tresses of blonde hair spilled about her face as her head fell backwards. Hero smirked before slipping his finger beneath the folds and pinched the nub just just above along with his thumb, hovering above the slit. His smirk widened when he heard the woman moan his name in ragged breaths, breathes of lust. (laughs) It's funny how you want to correct stuff as you're reading it. Oh, uh, wait. Does this keep jumping between different perspectives? Yes, or? it does. Or, Great. Or at the very least, it goes from, like, third person to, like, first-ish person. Uh, I'm not oh, good well, that's at called free and direct discourse, and that's actually a thing. Oh, okay. I'm not good at classifying all of those things, unless you're going back for to like, I couldn't believe how big her boobs were, and then the next second, it's like, his dick was so big. <laughs> No, it would be like, so you're in third person, but then you still see train of thought and stuff like uh, that. Uh-huh. So it's just like, oh, like, oh, how could he do that? She thought, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. But and like it gets really close, close, close third. Yeah. And then like you, and then like you're going back and forth between like, like far away and close, and that's what free indirect discourse is. Yeah. Okay then. Neato. This woman was easy to toy with, so easy to tease, and yet she seemed to be the mastermind behind teasing for these past three years of knowing one another. All the curtsy dancing balls they went to every single paper-pushing meeting with everyone and anyone that felt they had something to say to the vice foreign minister. She drove him mad with something he never knew he craved so badly. His eyes would drift to her lips as they parted, licking them with that little pink tongue that seemed to tease him all on its own. So she, as she started to speak again, sometimes he never heard words, just watched the rise and fall of her sculpted chest as his body lit on fire. Jesus Christ, man. You need to, like, jack off. <laughs> she was definitely a vixen, a goddess watching with mischievous eyes, teasing a mortal with the wine of Dionysus that no man should ever allow past his lips. Wow, that, that paragraph got florid. Yeah, purple prosy much? Yeah. She was a maddening woman that had no bounds of torturing him with her swift movements around him. <laughs> She's just gently now. From the flick of her wrist as she threw about her sun golden hair to the beautiful ocean blue eyes that never seemed to stop storming over with passion. She must have been desire incarnate. His fingers continued to pump into her as fluid flowed down his hand. Ah, his hand. Her body was arched now, her chest pu- pushing out to show her taut nipples that screamed for more attention. He growled. <laughs> he nipples! He growled when he felt the tight of his pants becoming unbearable. The tight of his pants. becoming tight of his pants? <laughs> becoming unbearably painful. The woman was going to pay for all those teases in the conference rooms and the sweet yet seductive smile she threw at him. Are they going to fuck it or not? Banquets. Yeah. Thrusting his fingers into her one last time, he waited for her orgasm as, she, as he pulled out. Within seconds, her panties were down on the elevator floor as Hero's large bulge pressed firmly against her entrance. He was trying her patience, and that, that was for sure. Relina's mind slowly started to get that hidden message within his movements. He slammed his hips against her entrance, making her scream for penetration. 
still clothed in his pants, the friction between... Oh, he didn't take them off. Okay, I was about to make a comment, but... The friction between the jeans and her hot and wanting core was becoming too much. She needed him inside her immediately. I guess she's like the core of the earth or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm imagining her writing a memo and being like, I need your, you inside me immediately. Flag important. <laughs> it was impu- If it was an impulse or instinct, Relina really didn't know, nor did she truly care as she attacked the fly of his jeans. <laughs> halting his thrusts. Enough teasing, you're going to be so sorry once we get off this elevator. Hero's lips mm. crashed to hers as she finally allowed his cock to slip past the material boundaries. <laughs> Whoa, into metaphysical? Awesome. Sweet. If we get out of here, he mumbled against her lips, causing Relina's eyes to widen before feeling the tip of his head slip closer. To- she- Are they going to die? <laughs> closer to her entrance. Oh, God. Relina This elevator is set to explode <laughs> in 60 seconds. Quick, fuck me! <laughs> yeah. Relina squeezed his shoulders before inching herself closer to him. It was becoming annoying, and she was getting worse by the second. If she didn't get that needed release soon, she was going to explode, though she would really like to explode in the good way. (laughs) What? Hero, I meant that promise, she breathed as Hero picked her legs up to wrap around his waist. Relina, Hero's voice called to her, and her eyes snapped to his before he crushed his lips to hers again as her her tongue sought entrances in his mouth. Just as she finally managed to find it and start nibbling, Hero slammed his hips into hers, filling her to the hilt of his warm... Hilt. Filling her to the hilt of his warm, throbbing member. Ripping her mouth away as she couldn't help but gasp, Hero grunted, trying not to move so much as she adjusted. He was no fool of the woman anatomy and what had happened. He was, the, her, he was her first. Oh, we were doing this again. Hero smirked as he watched the contours of her face as she started to rock against him. And he would be her only. Each thrust felt like a lifeline. Every gasp felt like the only oxygen in their lungs. Relina arched her back, making Hero snag her toying nipples between his teeth. That was all she needed as her muscles squeezed tightly over him, milking him dry. Oh my god, Hero! <laughs> god, you're so good. Grunting Hero finally allowed himself release as Relina let go on her second ride of the wave. Minutes passed by until the throbbing of his cock slowed. That was until Relina clenched him with an iron grip. <laughs> Hero, I did promise you. Attacking his lips, Relina slipped her hand down to where they were connected and pressed firmly against the bond. Make me scream, Hero. She already, he already did. Relina continued yeah. to thrust back and forth as Hero came up, making her toes curl. Their eyes connected. He saw the raging ocean that foamed over. Relina squeezed more times as Hero oh slammed in as deep as he could go, knocking the wind out of both of them. Oh, good God, that felt great, Relina panted. They both chuckled as tears of sweat graced upon their skin. Hmm, it would feel better in a bed, you know. Hero murmured as Relina giggled while he nibbled her neck. How about an office? Hero pulled back from tasting her neck to cock an eyebrow at her. Aren't we impatient? Three years. I think impatience is, qu- impatience is quite the opposite of how we are. Hero smirked. I see. Relina eased her body down from his, pulling her clothing back. She thought of the underwear, but knew it would be fruitless to even put them on now. Instead, she bundled them into her hand until Hero snatched them away and stuffed them in his pocket. She giggled. So when exactly do you want this office meeting of ours? Hero questioned as he jipped up his fly and, and a, until a hand halted him. Oh, quite soon, Hero Yui. You see, this meeting happens to be a very important meeting, which cannot be missed. It would offend the guests and host. Oh, and what exactly is this meeting pertaining to? Relina's eyebrows rose this time. 
for restraining the vice foreign minister from having her beignets, pal. <laughs> pal, that's what I call my husband after we fuck. Hey, pal. <laughs> she squeaked as he attacked her with kisses. <laughs> Maybe this would change. Maybe this change would be oh so much better. The button for the elevator door lit up as the couple ascended back up toward the office that had been abandoned. Finn. The wow. end. <laughs> Over to All you, right. Rio. So an honorable mention goes to this Rosario vampire fic for just this one line. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna stay in Mocha-chan's room with my cock milk while sucking and smelling her old, worn, sneaky training socks from last week. Wow, that's a long ass sentence for a fat e- fan fiction. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to mention that one because that was fucking great. <laughs> that's a really. Wow, that's such a a specific thing to cry out in in a moment of passion. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm thinking about my mother and father and the dining room table at Christmas time. And (laughs) Uh, yeah, I don't know. When I come, it's usually just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The whole word fuck doesn't even come out. It's just. Fuck. All right, yeah, so. All right. So this is part of a collection called Anime Tarts. Um, both of mine are. So then the title of this one is Alone in the Cemetery. Can you guess the fandom? It's Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and the characters are Dark Magician Girl and the Pumpkin King. So so if you know the Pumpkin King, it's like a tentacle-looking pumpkin thing. Yes, it's not Jack Skellington. No. And then Dark Magician Girl as well. You know, the fat material of your 15-year-old dreams. <laughs> All right, so. Groans and moans sounded throughout the dark graveyard as zombies and zombie-like monsters rose from their tombs. However, their time in the living lands is cut short by a blast of pink magic. Re- return from, to the graves from whence you came. An energetic female voice sounded as a new wave of power made a, a fresh batch of zombies disappear. You don't see a chance now that the pretty dark magician girl is here. She would never say that, but okay. (laughs) With a playful wink of her beautiful green eyes, the dark magician girl leapt deeper into the graveyard. The magician was dressed in an off-the-shoulder garment with... We know what she fucking looks like. What the fuck? (laughs) (sighs) I'm not going to read this. (laughs) All right, so... One could ask why this blonde beauty was... One could ask why this blonde beauty was doing in the middle of a gr- of a cemetery, and the answer was that she was doing her duty every year. Visiting grandma, yeah. <laughs> the oh, grandma, grandma, you look like a zombie. <laughs> the barrier between the spirit world and the human world, and the and the human real weakened, allowing spirits of all types of monsters to pass. Unfortunately, that include evil monsters, so she, alongside other magicians and heroes, make sure those creatures didn't pass through. Huff. Can't believe this year I can't take... I have to take care of this zone. Mana sighed to herself as she fired a blast at another weak zombie monster. Creatures here are so weak, and they, on, and they only dirty my clothes. She dusted off her skirt. And I want to be presentable for my pharaoh when I finally get it reevaluated and go and can go back to Earth. 
Of she finally des- descended between some graves, but her but to her surprise, there weren't any monsters there. Hmm. That's weird. I thought more would be trying to escape to the human world. She thought al- aloud as she began to walk around looking for any more zombies to sneak around, trying to sneak around, not noticing a green patch between the gray dirt until she stepped on it and paused. Huh? What's... The ground beneath her suddenly exploded and something wrapped around her leg. Ah! <laughs> a large green vine pulled her up and she found herself soaring through the air between, before being slapped against the ground. Ugh! Her hat fell from her head and she lost her grip on her scepter. Ugh, that hurt. She reached for her wand when a second vine appeared and grabbed it and pulled it out of her reach. Oh, grabbed it, pulled it out of her reach. My wand! Ugh! She was pulled again as the ground broke apart beneath her and a figure rose from beneath it. And I want to mention that whenever I do a, like, ah sound, it literally just says ah. Like all A's. It's, it's, it's A and then a bunch of H's. <laughs> so... A giant orange pumpkin slowly oh, like, rose. Ah. <laughs> what a refreshing fuck. <laughs> From beneath the ground, a single eye on its face, four thick green tentacles like vines moving from its sides, one holding her wand almost mockingly and a golden crown atop its head, or rather, body. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Trick or treat, little witch. The creature known as the Pumpkin King boomed in a demonic voice. I'm not going to do a demonic voice. <laughs> uh, let me go right now before I make you feel sorry for that you were ever planted. <laughs> Mana shouted angrily as she was hoisted upwards and suddenly tipped upside down, her skirt falling up her body and exposing her panties. Ha ha ha. How do you plan to do that when I have this? The vine holding her wand moved closer to her face, dangling the wand mockingly. You might act all high and mighty, but without your wand, you have no power, and that's how I want you now. The vine snapped back and threw the wand away with high force and speed. No! Mana cried as her wand disappeared into the horizon, leaving her completely powerless. What do you want? What do you think? (laughs) She said, trying to hold back her tears. She couldn't let this creature see her cry. My subjects and I want one thing, and that's to take advantage of this time to go to the human world. His eyes narrowed in anger. Because of you and others like you, we are always stopped before we can do anything. He moved her closer to his face. But this time, oh, this time not only will we get through, but I will make you pay for all my fallen subjects. Oh, and what are you going to do? She asked, keeping her fear from her voice despite her current situation and her inability to defend herself. Torture me? Oh, no. (laughs) Something much more useful. His eyes moved up or rather down her body. Something I will find I will enjoy far more. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) (laughs) The dark magician girl followed his eyes to her her cheeks and her cheeks burned as she realized he was staring at her dark blue panties. Eep. She squeaked and tried to use her hands to force her skirt back down or up and cover herself. Stop looking, you! Ha ha ha! The pumpkin laughed as 
his other vines started to creep closer to his captive. Oh, don't be like that. You don't have time to be prude. You'll be too busy giving birth to the next generation of zombies. Ew. Ew. Ew, zombie babies are gross. <laughs> oh, it just reminds me of that one rapey hentai of, like, uh, erotica that I didn't read on the show. <laughs> what? Mana stuttered, f- fear trickling into her voice. No, no, no! She began to thrash in the vine's hole, desperate to get release, to get release herself. Her boot fell free, and she plummeted towards the ground again. Oof! She grunted as she slammed into the ground. Looking up, she saw that her boot was still within the coiled grasp of the vine. The king looked over her boot, tiny in his grasp. She turned and began to try and crawl away. Girl, you can fly! (laughs) Fly! Fly, you fool! <laughs> and where you where you think you're you are going? <laughs> he chuckled as he let the boot fall and sent a vine towards her. Ah! <laughs> Mana cried as she felt the vine snake around her naked leg, enticing it within its firm grasp before yanking her back. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that one. Two more vines curled around her arms, and soon she was once again hoisted into the air while the last vine bound her still-booted leg and proceeded to spread her limbs out, her arms stretched and her legs open. Ha 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 ha! Nice try, little witch, but the night is still young and we have to take advantage of it. Opening his mouth to the maximum point, Mana looked in horror as something moved and wriggled inside the dark cavern. Suddenly, smaller orange tentacle-like tongues burst from within and headed towards her. Ah, no. it's just pumpkin guts that have been solidified more. Ew. <laughs> no, get away from me. Ah, don't touch me. She shrieked as the tentacles forced their way inside her top and began roughly molesting, and began to roughly molest her breasts. She shivered at the warm, moist, smooth—that's a lot of adjectives—touch <laughs> of the tentacles. Mmm, you taste delicious, little witch. You smell the like pumpkin... rotting pumpkin. So <laughs> <laughs> the pumpkin moaned with glee. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the pumpkin it's moaned bad. with glee. <laughs> Another of his tongues pressed against her, the bare soul of the girl. She, I don't know what that means. Um, she shivered and tried to kick at it. Eep! She squealed. Yes. Your flesh is so delicious, so sweet, so pure. Two more tongues creeped towards her and slithered up her short skirt. No, get away! Ah! The tentacle began to rub themselves against her covered pussy. Aye. <laughs> no, it's uh, disgusting. Ah. Ha ha ha. Don't worry, soon you will feel better. The tentacles began to secrete a warm, sticky substance. Uh, this is where we started getting into a lot of ahs, so I'm, uh, I'll do my best. <coughs> ah, what's ah, that? Ah. <laughs> Pumpkin guts. Ha 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 Just something to make you feel better. 
isn't that nice of me? The king laughed as the tentacle on her breast, foot, and pussy began to rub the weird, warm liquid into her flesh. She shivered and squirmed in his hold, enticing more of the liquid to secrete from the tentacles. Uh, no, uh, ah, oof, ah, it feels uh, hot. Uh. She moaned, her cheeks becoming flushed as her top and panties began to dampen and cling to her body. Uh, uh, so hot. God, this thing doesn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, little witch? Enjoying yourself? Teased the pumpkin. Uh, I, uh, no. No! The tentacles inside her top nipped at the fabric and began to pull forward. Mana felt the fabric starting to give. No! Mana screamed as the tentacles ripped through her top, revealing her naked breasts. Ay! Ay! If you if it weren't your if you weren't your nipples wouldn't be hard like this. He chuckled as the tentacle tips began to tease her erect nipples. Uh, no, I. Uh, she moaned as the tentacles began to snake around her breasts again, squeezing them while the tips returned to, to playing for sensitive nipples. And your pussy wouldn't be so wet. The tentacles playing with her underwear slid inside and began to softly rub its length against her lips. She bucked her hips on instinct. She moaned as the tentacles proceeded to rub the strange liquid into her pussy before nipping the back of her panties and sharply yanking her panties upwards, wedging her. Oh, not comfy or pleasurable. Mm. Forcing her panties inside her sobbing slit until they almost vanished. No, no, uh, 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 too much. Uh. Liquid began to drip from her pussy. Uh, uh, uh. Ha ha ha, simply perfect. Your garden seems to be ready to be seeded. <laughs> Form, uh, uh, fr- Form beneath the ground, a new big green vine erupted from the soil and began to shoot towards the girl. The orange tentacles pulled harder on her underwear. Mana's high-pitched screams filled the graveyard until finally her panties snapped and the tentacle released its hold and let the rag fall to the ground before proceeding to rip through her skirt with little effort, letting it fall towards the ground with what was left of her panties, revealing her moist, pulsating pussy, including her erect clit. Now including an erect clit. (laughs) Uh, uh, No, please. Mana begged weakly, no, not there, uh, no, please, uh, she cried as the tip of the vine teased and caressed her entrance, uh, no, not that, please, anything but that, the vine began to force its way inside her sopping pussy, it shivered around the tip as it dipped inside her, oh, yeah, no, stop, (laughs) uh, it hurts, no, please, it's too, uh, big, She screamed, trying to ignore how good it felt to have her canal (coughs) slowly, forcibly stretched against her will by the vine impaling her, Jesus, (laughs) as it forced its way deeper inside her until it reached all the way inside her. Ah. Forcing its way inside till it was all All the the way way inside. (laughs) Warm and wet, perfect for seeding. 
I'm just imagining somebody taking a packet of pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds and shoving it up there. I just imagine them being like thrown out of a vagina. <laughs> <sighs> there, the let's do it. <laughs> the demonic plant laughed as Vine began to pump in and out of her drooling pussy. Ew. There's a lot of her blanking pussies, weeping, sopping, <laughs> drool, oh, la la. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, stop, uh, it hurts, uh, it hurts so much, uh, uh, uh. Dark magician girl cried out as her pussy was smashed into, penetrated again and again by the demonic vines. You know that penetrated is only like the first time and then it's just, you know, a thrusting motion, but whatever. By the demonic vines, been, been destroyed by them. Uh. However, due to the aphrodisiac, just in case you wondered, the aphrodisiac. <laughs> we didn't mention it before, but it's totally implied. That the plant had used on her, the line between pain and pleasure was blurring. The, gr- the greater the pain she felt, the greater the pleasure would rock through her body. Uh, 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 oh, please. Uh, uh, no, no, no more. Uh, uh, uh. Jeez, reading this is, like, exhausting. I was going to say, that's um, a lot of ahs. <laughs> like, just... Yeah, I mean, like, I've gotten to the groove of it now, but honestly, like, just reading it just looks like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it sounds like the count from, um, <laughs> from Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Ah, ah, One ah. tentacle, ah, ah, ah. Two tentacle, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the tentacles round her... The tentacles round her tits began to squeeze harder, tightening their hold on her while the one caressing and pumping her her foot began to creep its way up, slithering around her smooth, naked leg. Mm. Ooh, a naked leg. Ooh, salacious. <laughs> <laughs> Teasing her inner thigh. Uh, uh, I can't. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, oh, oh, no, I'm gonna. Oh, come. <laughs> Ha ha ha, yes, come for me. Give your precious juice for my seed. <laughs> so Well, that's how it gets watered. Yeah. The pumpkin groaned as its vine began to pulsate and throb inside her tight snatch before releasing a river of dark green liquid inside her cunt. Ew. Ew. Green. <laughs> that's uh, her cries echo in the cemetery. Ha 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 yes. You will be a good mother for my seed. It shall grow well inside you. And we're back to the pregnancy fetish. (laughs) Somebody watches a lot of hentai because this is basically right out of one. Yeah. Chuckled the monster as he could feel his seed filling her pussy, her stomach inflating with his demonic seed. Okay, that's a lot of seed. Yeah. (laughs) Too too much seed. (laughs) Her moans growing in in pitch as she she felt her stomach extending. No, I can't, Mana cried, her toes curling as she felt her insides being violated by the pumpkin's unholy seed. Not like this. I can't lose like this. Ha ha but you've lost more than that, said the pumpkin king darkly. Look at yourself. He moved her closer to his giant eye. Mana stared into her stared into her breath leaving her as she gazed upon her reflection. Her tan flesh had turned a pale blue with splotches of dark purple. Her eyes were colorless. Her 
He teeth brittle, drooling, drool sliding down her chin, her head hanging limply to one side. She was a zombie. A fuck zombie. <laughs> the giant pumpkin laughed, and that's not all, little witch. He turned her around, Mana's eyes widened, zombie-type monsters marching in legion, marching in almost perfect s- synchrony? That's a word. I know, but that seems like a weird place to put it. Okay, yes. whatever. <laughs> Towards a line of trees that acted as the territory dividers at the edge of the great gave graveyard zone and where the rift towards the human world was located. No, I can't. Uh, she cried as the pumpkin began pumping its vines inside her again. Uh, 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 no, uh, stop. Taking advantage of her position, two orange tentacles penetrated her tight ass. Aye. <laughs> it hurts. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Ha <laughs> ha! We won't stop. Now is our time, and we have a f- and you have a front row seat to watch it happening. The enormous body of the king began to shuffle forward slowly. The dark magician girl in front of like an like an erotic trophy for all to see, leading his army of undead. March, my subjects! March to victory! Ah! On the ground lay the hat of the dark magician girl. Without caring, the passing monsters began to stomp on it as it lay in their path. This is symbolic. The the cries of the fallen sorcerer like music to the creepy parade. End of story? Yep. Oh boy. Wow, that is dark, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. One Um, time I fought this girl so hard she turned into a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Alrighty. Part two so, for you. My second work is uh, a more recently based fan fiction. This one's from How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, which is only a hair's breadth away from becoming hentai at any given moment anyway. I saw like a girl with a like some chains around her neck, and I'm like, are you sure this isn't a hentai? Oh yeah, even without the chainy part, it's just so full of titties. And uh, um, there's just a lot, basically, but there's definitely a <laughs> lot of titties. Um, so yeah, uh, it, this is based on that. So this one's called Summoning a Demon Lord Has Its Benefits by Anime Lackey. Summary. After Edelgard, and I guess this has spoilers because it's supposed to take place after the end of the series, but whatever. After Edelgard is healed and Alicia is saved from herself, Diablo stumbles from lack of MP. They decide to perk him up and recharge his batteries by getting him as close to the, as they can to their core through the hole that Edelgard has already pointed out. Uh, spoiler, it's noted that like, uh, like the titty region and also the womb region are like magic points in the human body. So for the girls, the, the guy keeps having to like touch them in these places or very close to these places. And then at one point actually has to, like, finger blast somebody to get close to their magical core, which is inside them. Well, this this happens? Wait, was it her butt? Are you sure? Really? I mean, that's not that much better, but... Are are you sure this is on Crunchyroll? Wait, both? Demonic Shocker? Demonic Shocker, my husband says. It's both, actually. It's butt and pussy. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's not played for with a lot of erotic stuff as it happens. Because I actually watched that episode. I'm like, is he really doing... Oh, wow. Okay, well, they're playing low-key, so I suppose there's that. But seriously, he's sitting there, like, magic-shockering her. So, 
Okay. Anyways, so, with that said, um, after Clem healed Edelgard, and I had stopped, this is first person, and I had stopped Alicia from sacrificing her life, I staggered from the weight of the exhaustion of using nearly all of my MP, nothing I could possibly do now but rest and regain my strength. Starting with Clem, the girl started to strip to perk me up, but honestly, more than one thing was perked, but it was just too much. Clem crossed the room the fastest when I began to faint. She caught my body and began to rub herself against me to transfer magic power to me. Are you kidding? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Because obviously I only fainted from lack of MP. She straddled my waist and was grinding down directly onto my cock. Uh, Diablo, stay here with us and we will give you power. Clem began to untie and loosen the ties on my pants. If you're not feeling well, please get as close to my source of power as you can. I was frozen in shock, and then Shira and Rem, those are the two main girls with the collars on, uh, stepped Mm -hmm. closer. You're right. He needs to be as close as possible. Um, Let's see. Okay, I was trying to remember who everybody was. (laughs) All right. uh, They lifted my body slightly so Clem could strip back my... Oh, sorry. They both knelt down and enveloped my arms in their breasts. As usual. Yeah, that happens a lot. Um, holding me steady against the wall as, uh, ha- that I had my back to. They lifted my body slightly so Clem could slip my pants under my ass, and she removed them completely and got to work on my shirt as well, with the three of them working their hardest to strip me. I was quickly naked and trapped. I could practically feel Edelgard's and Alicia's eyes on us. They stood nearby, seemingly waiting for something to do. My erect member was arching towards my stomach. Surprisingly, it was nearly the same as the one I had in my old body, because this is a isekai type thing. Um, and I had, but I had always been hung, so I was glad I wasn't smaller than usual. <laughs> yeah, I had a big oh dick, God. and now I still have a big dick. <laughs> I have so much big dick. <laughs> oh, look, Diablo is ready for me. He's even hardened so he could slip in easily. Clem was still grinding down on me. Well, we should make sure that he is comfortable, though. You probably aren't even wet yet. Elgard stepped down, stepped forward and kneeled beside me, bending down to, No, it's not possible! A heady groan erupted from me when her lips wrapped around my dick. She was wetting me down so I could enter Clem. Clem had retreated marginally and now was now grinding her clit down onto a thigh she was straddling. Just a random thigh she found. Doesn't belong to anybody. Just a thigh. Yep. <laughs> it's a detached thigh. <laughs> I could feel her slick leaking against my leg, but I wasn't about to interrupt the first blowjob I'd ever had. Then Shira, who is the biggest titty elf there ever was, uh, just had to have an idea. Oh, I know. He can be inside the four of us at once. Rem, use his hand like last time. I felt my fingers being shaped, so I willingly moved them into the same same shape as the last time. My ring finger and middle pointing out. Oh, yeah, it is. It's magic shocker. My ring finger and middle pointing out, and my pinky is as well, just as Edelgard had showed me. My fingers were pushed into their warm, wet heat. I even felt the pinky pop into both their asses as if they knew exactly how it was supposed to go. <laughs> Magical assholes. I was still kind of in shock, but I was getting used to this nervous tumbling of my stomach. I might as well participate fully. Nothing like this had ever been offered in the game, so I was going to see this through. Besides, I was more than too old to still be a virgin. I flicked my fingers as Edelgard gave a hard suck. Both Shara and Rem cried out crazily, though I could still feel their energy like this. From all three of them, I then... And then I realized that what Shara had said earlier. Four? How? Okay, so they still haven't established where he is, except that he's leaning up against a wall. And I guess he could still be leaning up against a wall. But I think what's going to happen isn't going to make any sense in a second. 
All right. Uh, ah, that makes sense. How would a demon lord ask for this? Alicia, come sit astride my mouth so I can enter you as well. She blushed a bright red, but she moved towards us, and they, and they were quick to make room for her. To, her, too, lost in... The, room for her... There's no punctuation here. Room for her, too lost in the pleasure I was giving them with my fingers to dawdle. She sat on top of my mouth hesitantly, crying out and shooting up a few inches away from my mouth when I gave an experimental lick. Shira Rem, hold her steady. I felt them shift with my... I felt them shift with my fingers, and Alicia's cunt lowered back to my mouth again. So it's, he's against a wall, but she's magically above him. So I think maybe he's slumped on the floor now? I don't know. Not a great, not a great thing. Um, da, 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 da. Um, she was sweet. I lapped it at the slick that was already flowing, suckling deeply on her clit, wanting more of her honey. She alternated between grinding down and trying to shoot away from the pleasure. Pachoo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Shara and Rem diligently kept her within tongue distance. I gave, as I gave a hard thrust into both of them with my fingers as a reward. Edelgard pulled off my cock, a strand of saliva still collecting her, connecting her mouth to me. I don't know how you can see this when you've got a vajay right in your face. Um, uh, still connecting her mouth to me, she gave one last lick to the underside and moved aside, guiding Clem down onto my cock. As it pierced her, she let out a cry. Diablo, you're so big, it's splitting me open. Right to my core, take all the MP from me that you can handle. Her hot insides were squeezing me. She was so tight, so soft inside, too. I could feel the MP flowing into me. When she was fully seated, I gave an experimental thrust into that heat. A chorus of moans came from the girls. I remembered that I had to always be moving my fingers and my tongue. I couldn't very well leave them wanting. Imagine having to do this with your mouth and both hands, and also your hips are doing things. That's a lot. That's like, a lot. <laughs> are they helping him or hurting him? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, Alicia was grinding down on my mouth, now wanting my tongue deeper. Alicia was the first, first to orgasm. She tumbled over that precipice and nearly fell backwards. Well, you just said she tumbled over a precipice, so... <laughs> Edelgard caught her and moved her over to the bed. It was a sight to behold. Clem was lifting herself off my cock and then plunging it back in. I watched it and realized that there was a slight bulge in her stomach whenever she sat down fully on my member. God, that was hot. Also not the way vaginas work. <laughs> Nope. Could work anally, but not so much in the vagina. Uh, I could practically feel her insides making way for me. Also not the way vaginas work. I couldn't nope. help but thrust upwards into that tight heat once more. She cried out and orgasmed as, a, as well, falling off my cock. Shira was quick to replace her. Whoa, 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 whoa. Falling off? That's not how that works either. <laughs> you don't fall off. Unless, unless, like, he's above her and she's, like, clinging on to him and then she just lets go and is like, whee! I mean, like, but if just you're, if from you're, personal experience, like yeah. if when when it comes out of you, you go like, oh, <laughs> like you almost kind of flinch. I was gonna say, even if like if you angle it as you're trying to, like if you were to angle off, that would probably hurt the guy too. You're just like, I'm just gonna take this with you. Whoa. Shira was quick to replace her, her tits bousing nicely as she sat down on my cock. I reached up with my free hand and gave it a firm squeeze. Rem was determined not to be outdone, and she sat on my face and ground her womanhood into my mouth. Ow, I'm dying. I heard Edelgard cry out from across the room. Quickly looking, I saw Kelms. Kelms? Not Clem. New person, Kelm. Uh, head bobbing between her thighs. I guess there was only one demon lord for that girl. 
As the chorus of moans built, I suddenly wondered if we could be heard. The thought only made me harder. The girls were mine, as you can see by their collars, and everyone that heard would know. I okay, El, like, if, if we're reading this fan fiction, we know what the fuck series we're reading. Yes. <laughs> I alternated giving Shira a hard thrust and giving Rem a harsh suck. Shira came, her walls squeezing my orgasm out of me as well, filling her to full bursting with my spend. Which is something I haven't read in a while. Spend. <laughs> Surprisingly, my cock was still erect when Shira pulled off of it. Oh, of course. Of course. All that extra MP probably messed with my manhood. It was aching and sensitive. I think once more would do it. <laughs> I flipped yeah. Rem over so she was beneath me. I'm going to enter you now. Ah, please, Diablo, please. Her channel was already soaking wet. It was an easy glide, but just... Channel? Yeah. <laughs> like the body of water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the body of water was already soaking wet. <sighs> Let's see here. Uh, but just with Clem, I could see her belly bulge out when my girth entered her. So wait, let me just think so. She knows what she was a flipper and so she was beneath me. Okay, for some reason I was reading it as doggy style. Anyway. Oh. Uh... Mm-hmm. I could see her belly bulge out when my girth entered her. Also, again, doesn't look oh, that way. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, well, I mean, like, if, like, you press down on your, like, m- midsection while, like, you're getting, like, fingered and, like, the guy presses up, then you can feel that. True, but that's different from seeing, like, it looks like there's a, a, a parasite in Something. there. Something. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so there's an alien inside of you. <laughs> and it's my and dick. It's gonna, Oh my goodness Um, She was so small beneath me I suddenly got an unfamiliar urge I was glad that I was good at keeping my tongue in check Before I said it aloud That I'd wanted to fill her up with my offspring But the idea was pleasing Her belly bulging even more full with my child I wanted to see it With that in mind I grabbed her legs and bent her in half As I entered her again Oh my god (laughs) Why do you keep choosing things where people die? (laughs) I know right (laughs) Each th- it's bad writing. It makes it sound like they're dying. <laughs> Each thrust incited a loud crim- cry from Rem. I would fill her so full, determined I drove into her again and again, savoring each squelch and slapping sound as I bottomed out in her. <laughs> Bottoming out. I was getting close, and I wouldn't be going over that cliff alone, so I leaned down and took her ear in my mouth, because she's a cat girl, so of course the ears are erogenous oh. zones, and oh. nibbled and sucked it, and she moaned. But she came Instead apart. of, like, her clawing your face. <laughs> but she came apart of the seams when I gave her tail a gentle tug and pressed down on her stomach where I could see it bulging. Oh, she... Definitely she clawing your face. <laughs> her walls squeezed tight and something inside me roared with satisfaction. Roar! Something strange was happening, though. The base of my cock was swelling, keeping me trapped inside, spurting my cum into her waiting womb. I could feel the slosh against my dick as the most cum I've ever what? been able to produce poured into her. What the fuck? It's just splashing around in there. (laughs) Once all of my cum had been spent, we were still locked together. There were tears in Rem's eyes, and I leaned down to kiss them away. Uh, Let's see. Okay. I'm sorry. You will be disgusted with me and want to leave now. For For a moment there, I thought she would have been mad with me, and this was not what I was expecting at all. I didn't tell you that because of my species, when I have sex with a man, if either of us even thinks of having a child, we will be locked like this to help ensure impregnation. I'm sorry I thought of being blessed enough to carry your child. It's all right. I was thinking of it, too. Her eyes snapped to mine and with hope. So I can keep it if I do get pregnant? 
Just you try and take it from me. She sighed and cuddled into me. Thank you, Diablo. Shira was suddenly beside us. If she gets a baby, I want one too. Put a baby oh in me God. too. Oh my God. <laughs> I sighed. Life was about to get interesting. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. already. There weren't like, you know, fucking magical worlds to explore with titty elves or anything. Oh my God. I wouldn't mind if they all had bellies bulging full of me. Full of me. You're not in there. But what would we actually do when, with, when, when they kids were actually born? <laughs> what we do when they kids are actually born? Move someplace quiet and without danger? Not likely. I would just have to establish myself as an all-powerful demon lord before they were born. So no one would dare turn on me. Then perhaps all of us could have whatever this is, babies and all. All right, but not tonight. Maybe next time. They all gave me a hopeful glance. Oh, make no mistake, I was planning on enjoying what was mine to the fullest from now on. Every night, if they allow it. The end. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So, I'm here to continue to ruin your childhood <laughs> with a Pokemon fic. Because I've been playing Pokemon recently and I want to go down that road, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's Ash X Ditto. Yeah. Can you guess where this is going? <laughs> place your bets about, now. <laughs> place your bets. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And it's his mom! <laughs> No, I'm not kidding. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, <everyone>. so. <laughs> Ash lay atop his single bed in the Pokemon Center. He'd been provided a, a single as he had finally gotten all eight gym badges and had enrolled himself in the tournament. He turned over. I love how they explain that away. <laughs> he turned over under the lime green blanket, wearing only a, a white vest and his green boxers, unable to sleep from both anticipation and a certain itch in his pants. <laughs> Images of busty girls and provocative poses filling his mind. <laughs> I'm imagining the bubbling sound effect in the background, too. Yep. Look at my breath. He turned over in frustration, his eyes locking on his belt that hung on the bed, up, on the head of his bed, six small Pokeballs attached to it. Hesitantly, he gulped and reached for the first Pokeball, belonging to, belonging to his first ever Pokemon, What? (laughs) I don't remember him catching a ditto first, but whatever. Sure, why not? Alternate universe. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Um, (laughs) And removed it from its holster. With a single tap on on the center circle, it grew in size until it fit comfortably in his palm. Ditto. He whispered. The ball opened and and the usual white beam erupted from within and, and and reached off the bed onto the floor, growing in size until it reached half his height where it vanished. In the place of the light was a light pink girl with wavy hair that reached down her lower back, covering one of her soft eyes. Her hips were subtle and starting two legs that quickly merged and split into the multiple tentacles as that as the reached what would be her knees. Small honeydew melon-sized orbs upon her chest without nipples, entire Entirely made of the same pink, slimy substance. Ditto. So, sexy ditto? She squeaked. Sexy ditto. <laughs> she squeaked softly, smiling as she stared at her master. Hey, ditto. Ash whispered, a light tinge on his cheeks as he greeted his Pokemon, who only smiled back at her trainer. 
Sorry to call you out so late, but I wanted to ask you something. <laughs> Did I? You up? <laughs> the girl, the polka girl squeaked curiously, tilting her head innocently and looking rather cute. Ash felt another throb in his boxers. Well, I know you can turn into other Pokemon easily, he began. But, um, can you, um, turn to humans too? Did I? <laughs> yeah, like, um, wait a moment. The boy reached into his backpack, opening it and briefly rooting, th- rooting through it before pulling out a photograph. It was a little crinkled, but still in good condition. Like this, can you turn into her? Ditto. Ditto! <laughs> the poker girl thought for a moment before smiling confidently before her body started to bubble and shift. The slime that made her up moving around before starting to change colors in areas as she continued to morph and change. When she was done, where once stood Ditto, now stood a woman with deep brown eyes and chocolatey hair tied in, in, into a, a ponytail with a white scrunchie attired in a pink short-sleeve shirt jacket, a yellow undershirt, light purple skirt, and light green shoes with white socks peeking out an exact copy of the woman in the picture. Delilah Ketchum. Ditto! She squeaked happily, bent her arms and raising her fists eagerly like Ash often did when he met a new challenge. Whoa. Ash gasped in a state of awe and wonder as he took in the appearance of the transformed Pokemon, looking her up and down. Incredible, you look exactly like her. Ditto. Her smile grew as eh vast <laughs> in, her, in her master's praise. Ash gulped, now the hard part. Can you change what she's... Uh, you're wearing? <laughs> Ditto looked confused. Like, can you copy... Like, you can copy her clothes, but... Can you copy what she looked like naked? His cheek glowed brightly. <laughs> he could feel his cock getting harder in his pants as he forced himself to voice his next request. Ditto was confused, but it was her trainer, and plus this will show him how good of a changeling she was. Ash blushed... Ash's blush deepened as he watched the clothes melt into his mother's body, <laughs> being absorbed into her as they changed color to match her skin tone, leaving her body, leaving the body of his mother totally naked. Ditto had copied her small, perky nipples upon a pair of round, C-cup breasts and a near-shaven pussy, possessing light, prickly brown hair between her legs. Ash's eyes widened, a trickle of blood seeping from his nose as he took in how detailed Ditto was in mimicking his mother's form. Wow, I, ha- I haven't seen, like, a nosebleed in actually a long it's time. It's not usually played during, like, legit arrow uh, sequences. It's usually played, like, for laughs. <laughs> yeah. He swallowed as he took in the sight of her breasts, his cock straining against his boxers, desperate for freedom. Ditto, I... That's amazing. He praised a new thought slipping into his mind. I wonder if Ditto can make alterations. <laughs> oh boy, here it comes. <laughs> Ditto! Her smile grew even more. She even started to bounce on her heels a little excitedly, her breasts bouncing as she did so. 
Ash felt another throb in his boxers, and he started to squirm beneath his sheets. Could you maybe make her boobs bigger? He stammered. Did I look our boobs? <laughs> she tilted her head again before looking down her own chest. She thinks the they skin, mean eyes. <laughs> her the skin huge. The skin began to ripple again before starting to grow, inflating as they they had been blown up until they reached the size of beach balls. <laughs> Bouncing now with each breath, Ditto took. She stumbled a little at the sudden increase of weight. Wow. <laughs> oh, she could Ash just magically create weight out of nowhere too. Ash leaned forward a little, his cock throbbing harder. Ditto. She squeaked again, her smile growing till the corners of her mouth nearly reached her eyes. Can you turn around? He was surprised by the words as they came out from his mouth and how confident he sounded. Ditto. She turned around happily, showing off how perfect her duplication is. Can you make her ass bigger? <laughs> Ditto looked over her shoulder, smiling as her ass cheeks began to ripple and inflate, her hips widening until her ass was twice the size and more than earning the title bubble butt. <laughs> Can you remove the hair between your legs? She turned around, smiling as her pubic hair retracted into her pink pussy. <laughs> Ash was now shaking a little. He pushed the blankets off, a very noticeable bulge in his boxers. Ditto? The girl looked curiously at the tent in his master's boxers, her eyebrows raising a little as it twitched beneath the fabric. Um, that's normal, he said, blushing, gulping. He, he sat up on the bed and moved back a little so his back rested against the head of the bed. Ditto's eyes followed his bulge. Shakily, her, her lifted his hips, looking... Hooking his thumbs on the waistband of his boxers, her began to pull it down, gasping a little as his cock bounced free of its confines, his blushing deepening as squeak of, of, at the squeak of ditto, he heard. He pulled the boxers off, off his feet and dropped them next to the bed, blushing even deeper as he felt a sense of vulnerability pass over him. He glanced towards ditto, surprised to see a light tinge of blush on her cheeks. Ditto, could you come on the bed? He said, his mouth suddenly very dry as the Pokemon turned human, moved to her master, climbing onto the foot of the bed and sitting next to his feet and looking at him curiously. Ash nervously patted his thighs and waved her over. Ditto positioned herself on all fours, her breasts dangling beneath her, earning another throb from the, her master's cock. Well, the size of beach she, balls, they're just going to be like, whoo in the way. Uh, yeah, she began to crawl forward, spreading her legs so that her knees and hands were on either side of her master. Ash gasped and moaned as he felt her tight tits, her sorry, her giant tits slap against his sensitive cock, lightly thrusting his cock and slipping it between her warm, slippery mounds. Wait, they're Ditto? slippery too? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Ditto? She squeaked. Oh, God. Ash grunted. Ditto hesitated. Ash prompted her with another wave of his hand, and she began to crawl forward again, earning another grunt as Ash cock slipped from between her breasts. She stopped as her boobs pressed into Ash's chest, earning another moan from him. Ash reached down timidly, taking hold of his cock. He pulled it back, moaning a little as he positioned his tip, stroking her slit. Ditto. She moaned as she felt his member brush against her entrance. 
Ditto, could you lower yourself? He asked shyly. Ditto hesitated before slowly lowering herself onto his member, shuddering. He moved his hand away, his cock throbbed as it, as it felt itself being sucked inside her. <laughs> Squeezed tightly by what felt like warm jelly. Ooh. Ah, uh, <laughs> ditto, he moaned. Ditto. <laughs> she almost cried as she felt his length enter her body. Ash felt his cock throb inside her pussy as he began to th- rust. <laughs> Moaning as he felt, and he heard his hips slap even splash a little against hers, feeling her pussy tighten and squirm around his cock as her body tried to adapt to the invader. He felt himself slipping back down under her as Ditto began to rock against his cock, moaning her her own name as she pulled him further down, (laughs) her tits bouncing wildly with each movement. (laughs) Ash couldn't help himself. His hand snapped out and he started to squeeze and massage her and squish her tits in his small hands. Ew. Ew, ew. (laughs) Well, any hands would be small in comparison to giant beach ball titties. Yeah, let's just forget the fact that he's like 14. Or 10, or whatever the fuck. I'm I'm, I'm aging him up for this scenario. (laughs) 18, 18, 18. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ditto. She screamed, her skin reverting back to its natural pink, her walls squeezing his cock again as if trying to milk him. Oh, God, so good. Ash moaned as he started thrusting even harder and causing Ditto to lift an inch or two off of him before sliding back down his hard cock. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was her. She cried <laughs> I was as, say, she was felt. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell anymore. Um, she cried as she felt her body become softer. Ashes sweat beneath... Ashes sweat beneath and inside her became absorbed into her body and causing a pleasant tingling sensation under her, her legs, thighs, and inside her pussy. Ugh. Ugh. Ditto. Oh, this is so good. Ugh. He felt a, f- a familiar pressure building in his cock. Oh, I can't uh, take it anymore. Ditto! <laughs> the cry, they, the cried out together as his cock erupted inside her, her hot jelly squeezing his cock and even milking him as his seed shot inside her. She began to absorb the warm, thick liquid, yeah. her form briefly becoming more like slime before solidifying again, but remaining pink as she panted atop her master as if she were being trained to mean, in maintaining her master's desired form after exhaustion and intense sensations. Like pleasure. <laughs> oh my god, how much longer is this? Okay. <laughs> Slowly Ditto began to lift herself off her master's cock, only slipped further down onto the bed, relaxing beneath her as his chest lifted and fell rapidly, trying to catch his breath again. Ditto slipped back over his small legs, her gaze falling and eyeing her master's cum covered limp cock. <laughs> She could f- still feel his warm semen dissolving in her pussy. <laughs> her cunt throbbing with pleasure, with pleasure, her pink toes curling, she began to push herself back and lower herself as a new desire came over her, a desire for more of her master, <laughs> and to help her, her caring master and friend get clean. Her large boobs pressed into his leg, earning a small grunt from Ash, his eyes bulging as he stared down at her. She moved her face forward and... Uh, whatever. He, she gives him a blowjob. <laughs> um, 
Ash gasped as Ditto released his now clean, once again limp cock from her mouth, breathing harder, exhausted from his precious Pokemon's actions, smiling as he began to melt into the sheets. Oh, was he the Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ditto's smile grew. She moved back on, onto all fours and climbed up the bed and lay beside her master and pulled him close so that his face nestled against her breasts. She reached down and pulled the blanket over them. Leaning down, she kissed his forehead. She let him go limp in her arms as he began to snore softly. That it, folks. <laughs> I feel like any time somebody wakes up with a ditto in their bed, everyone's like, oh, for Christ's sake, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are you ready? Are you ready? We're not going to tell them what it is. We're just going to start. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, All right then. so chapter one, author's notes. Special fangs, get it? Because I'm gothic. <laughs> to my GFU, not in that way. No homo. Raven. <laughs> Bloody Tears 666 for helping me with the story and spelling. You rock. Justin, you're the love of me. Depressing life. You rock too. MCR rocks. Spelled with an X. Yep. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way, and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. With purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid back, and icy blue eyes like limpid tears. That, that and a lot of people tell me I look just like Amy Lee. <laughs> Author notes: If you don't know who she is, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm not related to Gerard Way, but I wish I was because he is major fucking hottie. <laughs> I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I have pale white skin. I'm also a witch, and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England where I'm the, I'm in the seventh year. I'm 17. I'm a goth, in case you couldn't tell. And I wear mostly black. I love Hot Topic, and I buy all my clothes from there. For example, today, I'm wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather miniskirt, pink fishnets, black combat boots. I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, black eyeliner, red eyeshadow, and I was walking outside Hogwarts. It was snowing and raining, so there's no sun, which I was very happy about. A lot of preps stared at me. I put my middle finger up at them. <laughs> Hey, Ebony, shouted a voice. I looked up. It was Draco Malfoy. What's up, Draco? I asked. Nothing, he said shyly. But then I heard my friends call me and I had to go away. <laughs> Author's notes. Is it good? Please tell me. Thanks. <laughs> Chapter two. Author's notes. Thanks to Bloody Tears 666 for helping me with the chapter. By the way, preps, stop flaming my story. Okay? <laughs> Alright. The next day I woke up in my bedroom. It was snowing and raining again. I opened the door of, of my coffin and drank some blood from a bottle I had. My coffin was black ebony, and inside it was hot pink velvet with black lace on the ends. 
I got out of my coffin and took off my giant MCR t-shirt, which I used for pajamas. Instead, I put on a black leather dress, a pentagram necklace, combat boots, and black fishnets on. I put on four pairs of earrings into my pierced ears and put my hair in a kind of messy bun. My friend Willow, Raven, this is you, woke up then and grinned at me. She flipped her long, waist-length raven black hair with pink streaks and opened her forest green eyes. She put on her Marilyn Manson t-shirt with black mini fishnets and pointy high-heeled boots. We put on our makeup. Black black lipstick, white foundation, and black eyeliner. I was already dressed when she woke up and looked at me. (laughs) And then we did makeup. OMG, I saw you talking to Draco Malfoy yesterday. She said excitedly. Yeah, so? I said blushing. Do you like Draco? She asked as we went to the Slytherin common room and into the great hall. No, I so fucking don't. I shouted. Yeah, right, she exclaimed. Just then, Draco walked up to me. Hi, he said. Hi. I replied flirtily. Guess what? What? He said. <laughs> what? I asked. Well, good Charlotte are having a concert in Hogsmeade, he told me. Oh. My. Fucking. God. I screamed. I love GC. They are my favorite band, besides MCR. Well, do you want to go with me? He asked. I gasped. <gasps> author's notes stop flaming the story preps okay otherwise fangs to the gothic people for the good reviews fangs again raven oh yeah by the way i don't own this or the lyrics for good charlotte you can be like like, if there's a conversation, just be, I'll just be, like, Draco or the other person that's not Ebony, but then you can voice everybody else. Okay, so you're Draco, and I'm Ebony, and then I'll take the You others. can do every, yeah. Okay. On the night of the concert, I put on my black lace-up boots with high heels. Underneath them were ripped red fishnets. Then I put on my black mini dress with all the corset stuff on the back and front. I put on matching fishnets on my arms. I straightened my hair and made it look all spiky. I felt a little depressed, and so I slit all of, I slit one of my wrists. I read a depressing book while I waited for it to stop bleeding and listened to some good <laughs> I painted my nails black and put tons of black eyeliner. Then I put on some black lipstick. I didn't put on foundation because I was pale anyway. I drank some human blood, so I was ready to go to the concert. That's what I do before all my concerts. (laughs) I went outside. Draco was waiting there in front of his flying car. He was wearing a Simple Plan t-shirt. They would play the show, too. Baggy black skater pants, black nail polish, and little eyeliner. A lot of cool boys wear it, okay? Hi, Draco. I said in a depressed voice. Hi, Ebony. He said back. We walked to his flying black Mercedes Benz. The license plate said 666 and flew to the place where with the concert. On the way, we listened to excitedly to Good Charlotte and Marilyn Manson. We both smoked cigarettes and drugs. 
when we got there, we both hopped out of the car. We went to the mosh pit at the front of the stage and jumped up and down as we listened to Good Charlotte. Shall I do the lyrics? Go ahead. I don't know how the song goes, so. Neither do I. <laughs> you come in cold, you're covered in blood. They're all so happy you've arrived. The doctor cuts your cord, hands you to your mom. She sets you free into this life. Sang Joel. I don't own the lyrics to that song. Joel is so fucking hot. I said to Draco, pointing to him as he sung, filling the club with his amazing voice. Suddenly, Draco looked sad. What's wrong? I asked as we moshed the music. Then I caught on. Hey, it's okay. I don't like him better than you. I said. Really? Asked Draco sensitively, and he put his arm around me all protective. Really? I said. Besides, I don't even know Joel, and he's going out with Hillary fucking Duff. I fucking hate that little bitch. I said disgustedly, thinking of her ugly blonde face. (laughs) (laughs) The night went went on really well, and I had a great time. So did Draco. After the concert, we drank some beer and and asked Benji and Joel for their autographs and photos of them. We got good Charlotte... The concert teased, Draco and I crawled back into the Mercedes-Benz. But Draco didn't go back into Hogwarts. Instead, we drove the car into the Forbidden Forest! <sighs> Chapter 4. I said stop flaming, okay? Ebony's name is... Enneby. Not... Mary Sue, okay? Draco is so in love with her that he's acting different than he... They knew. They they knew each other (laughs) before, okay? Draco! I shouted. I'm sorry, you said it. No, it's okay. (laughs) What the fuck do you think you are doing? Draco didn't answer, but he stopped the flying car and we walked out of it. I walked out of it, too, curiously. What the fucking hell? I asked angrily. Ebony? He asked. What? I snapped. Draco leaned in extra close, and I looked into his gothic red eyes. He was wearing colored contacts, which revealed so much depressing sorrow and evilness, and suddenly... I didn't feel mad anymore. And then... Suddenly, just as Draco and I kissed, we passionately... Passionately, Draco climbed on top of me, and then we started to make out keenly against a tree. He took off my top, and I took off his clothes. I even took off my bra. Then he put his thingy into my you-know-what, and we did it for the first time. Oh. 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 I screamed. I was beginning to get an orgasm. We started to kiss everywhere. My pale body became all warm, and then... (laughs) What the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? It was... Dumbledore! (laughs) Chapter five. Chapter five. Oh, there's notes. Stop flaming. If you flame it means you're a prep or a poser. The only reason Dumbledore swore is because he had a headache. <laughs> okay. 
and was on top of that when he was mad at them for having sex. Please, I'm not updating until I get five good reviews. <laughs> Dumbledore made Draco and I follow him. He kept shouting at us angrily. You ludicrous fools! He shouted. I started to cry tears of blood down my pallid face. Draco comforted me. When we went back into the castle, Dumbledore took us to Professor Snape and Professor McGonagall, who were both looking very angry. They were having sexual intercourse in the Forbidden Forest. He yelled in a furious voice. Why did you do such a thing, you mediocre dunces? Asked Professor McGonagall. How dare you? Demanded Professor Snape. And then Draco shrieked, Because I love her! <laughs> Everyone was quiet. Dumbledore and Professor McGonagall still looked mad. Professor Snape said, Fine. Very well. You may go up to your rooms. <laughs> Draco and I went upstairs while the teachers glared at us. Are you okay, Ebony? Draco asked me gently. Yeah, I guess. I lied. I went to the girls' dorm and brushed my teeth and my hair and changed it into a low-cut floor-length dress and red lace all over it with black high heels. And when I came out, Draco was standing in front of the bathroom. He started to sing, I Just Want to Live by Good Charlotte. I was so flattered. Even though he wasn't supposed to be here, we hugged and kissed. After that, we said goodnight, and he reluctantly went back to his room. da 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 <laughs> oh, fan fiction. Uh, oh, God, that's still just as funny as it was. Descriptions of all the outfits. For the uninitiated, uh, this was... Uh, My Immortal. My Immortal um, by... Uh, gosh. Oh, she uh, recently came out of the woodwork and was just like, hey, I wrote my immortal like way back when, because she's in her 20s now, and she's just like, yeah, I mean, that was a thing. <laughs> As a troll or for realsies, yo? For realsies. Wow. <laughs> she was just like, yeah, I, I totally wrote this, and like, uh, it... And it, it was it was kind of amazing when like you know how she like came in and talked about creativity and like yeah it was fucking awful but like it was like a huge part of me and also then she was and then she ended it with being like uh fuck you preps like as like a joke and I was like oh my god it's so good <laughs> I put my middle finger up at you <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed that. We had a fun time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was that was fucking fun. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. It's getting late, so Merry Christmas to all and other Merry holidays Christmas. of this time of year as well. <laughs> yeah, I think Kwanzaa is the day after Christmas this year. So, uh, and I know Hanukkah has been going on already. Yes. So happy, I think be happy over. Hanukkah. Enjoy. Have a good holidays, everybody. And um, I don't know if we'll get to because we were talking about um, possibly doing a special title for uh, the new year. So Blonde and I will talk about that in just a few minutes. <laughs> but um, all right, good night, everybody. Good night.